1: There's no simple answer to that, except the way I'd address that is because I'm very much involved in the church, um, never been ordained, and had to resist the attempt of many people to ordain me because I have no sense of calling to ordain ministry. But I'm always engaged with the church, and it seems to me that the churches that I have known over the years, probably typical of many churches, are failing us in that churches do not educate us. Um, are not placed of education I am am my first pastor um, who who made it very clear that the primary job of the church is education so it stuck with me he was a teaching pastor so does the church teach does our worship form and shape people and their character and the sort of knowledge that we require to be able to go in the world and live fully to the glory of God in all that we do does the church engage the full range of human activities it doesn't, and I think that there's a judgment coming for the church from God for this. I think that's that's where we find empowerment to be able to live in the world in academia. The church has to be the nurturing community. So that's that's my initial response to that. Do you want to continue? The
2: temptation uh, of uh, groups on campus is frequently discussed that. What's distinctive of us, we are focused on personal salvation. Uh, one of the, the serious drawbacks of that within State University as well, regardless of where it is, is, uh, it leaves a tremendous number of important questions just simply unaddressed. And, uh, so for instance, the, you know, the image of God concept, uh, in terms of personal uh, salvation, if it's simply a matter of getting yourself and maybe your soul or whatever into the good place called heaven, image of God is not a terrifically important thing. If, on the other hand, you want to know the majesty where humanity comes from, the depths to which it has fallen, and the glories of its restoration, you can't avoid the image of God. And, you know, again, just talking from where I end up teaching, Uh, One of the fundamental questions in environmental ethics is, uh, why should we uh, uh, value humans more than other types of creatures? And uh, I'll have a class of 50 students, and I have 50 students who who do believe in their heart of hearts that uh, they warrant more consideration than other types of critters and plants and But in terms of being able to articulate the why of it, um, they're just at a loss, and it it really is not hard. Within two minutes, to getting them to say publicly that really, when it comes down to it, they have no more value than a mosquito, and so it. And you want to just say, "Come on, you do need to encounter the question." And if if you're going to live in a certain way, can you say why? Why that makes sense? And there, um, you know, when I ask them why they might have what we would call an anthropo-apical value system, I'm not looking for them to answer because I was created in the image of God. But I do want them to at least wrestle with the questions that are the same questions that Christians... uh got back up. The really important questions. How do we understand who we are? And one thing the modern age does is open up for us a tremendous number of angles from which that question is. If, you know, humans are late-arriving species in natural history, how, how, how do we understand our place, you know, in this panoply of life? And the Earth, this abundantly living planet in a universe that we don't know that there's life anyplace else. I mean, there's just so many questions that end up, it's worth exploring, and Christians end up ought to be exploring those alongside and holding the conversations that bring up, you know, worship is about worthship. Well, what is it that we value? What do we find worth in, and um, and how do we explore that? I
0: actually think one of the things I um, I deeply valued about Russian Orthodoxy, uh, I grew up in the Calvinist tradition, which meant I had this tradition of, you know, that we were made in the image of God. What I loved about Orthodoxy was the way in which the image of the Transfiguration, that's central. And that also places this idea that we're now a distorted image. So in the Transfiguration, that whole notion that you have a God-man making himself manifest, they saw that binding of human nature to divine nature as a very means through which we could, you know, regain or come closer to that original planned, um, you know, likeness or being made in the image of God. So what I love about teaching is whether or not my students are Christian or non-Christian, they're going to learn something there about Orthodox theology. Uh, The other thing that I love is it sort of sets up an opportunity to bring different Christian traditions and their emphases to the fore. I mean, there are many traditions that could use that evangelical stress on personal salvation and, you know, taking ownership of your faith. But what I love about orthodoxy, which sometimes lacks that, is this deep sense of uh, salvation as being central to, they use the term divinization, which to Catholic and Protestant ears sound suspect. But what that's really about is regaining that image.